Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, breaking news. The Prime Minister's religious discrimination bill clears its first hurdle after a marathon debate. New hospital rules in New South Wales. Families allowed to visit dying loved ones. AstraZeneca provisionally approved as a booster. A Grace Tame bombshell claims she was told to back off Scott Morrison. And heartbreak at the Winter Olympics. No podium finish for Bell Brockhoff. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. We begin with breaking news. The Morrison government's controversial religious discrimination bill has cleared its first major hurdle, passing through the House of Representatives. Let's go live now to reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. It's been a sleepless night for politicians. It certainly has, Jody. Good morning. In fact, the House is currently still sitting more than 19 hours after it first resumed. The government's controversial religious discrimination bill passing through the House of Representatives just after 4am this morning. At one point, Liberal MPs Trent Zimmerman and Bridget Archer split from the government, crossing the floor to support a Labor amendment, leaving the vote tied and requiring the Speaker to cast the, the deciding vote. The bill, which has dominated a busy first sitting week of Parliament has led to passionate debate about the impacts of decisions by faith-based schools that they could have on gay and transgender students. The debate led to an emotional speech by Labor frontbencher Stephen Jones saying he worries for the safety of his own son. He wears heels that give me vertigo and has more handbags than his sister. I was nervous when Dad asked me about this speech. But I said yes, because there are young, gay and trans Australian kids that need to know that there are people fighting for you. The government have just lost one vote, however, seeking amendments to the Sex Discrimination Act with five Liberal MPs crossing the floor. The original bill will now head to the Senate where Labor vowed to try and secure further amendments. So this fight is far from over. Jody, Sounds like it. OK, Taylor Aiken, thank you. Strict hospital visiting rules in New South Wales are expected to be relaxed today to allow people to visit dying relatives as well as women giving birth. It would see thousands of families reunited after months of being blocked from seeing their loved ones during the state's Omicron wave. Premier Dominic Perrottet is expected to announce the changes and it's understood he'll also push for today's National Cabinet to overturn a ban on cruise ships in an effort to revive tourism. 
The AstraZeneca jab has been provisionally approved as a booster jab for people aged 18 and over. However, anyone who wants the vaccine will need to consult with their doctor before they're allowed to get it. The TGA says booster shots by Pfizer and Moderna remain the preferred third doses in Australia. Former Australian of the Year Grace Tang claims she received a threatening phone call from a government-linked official demanding she not criticise Scott Morrison before the election. The bombshell has prompted an investigation and a vehement denial of involvement from the National Australia Day Council. Almost a year after they sparked a national reckoning... Brittany Higgins and Grace Tame give fair warning. Brace yourselves. Before unleashing their target, the Prime Minister. What is the point of awarding someone for their work only to stifle them while they do it? I didn't want his sympathy as a father. I wanted him to use his power as Prime Minister. Before Ms Tame levelled a damning accusation. Not five months after being named Australian of the Year, I received a threatening phone call from a senior member of a government-funded organisation demanding she not criticise Scott Morrison at the event. You're an influential person. He'll have a fear, they said. What kind of fear? You know, with an election coming soon. A spokesperson for the Prime Minister saying he would not authorise the phone call, calling it unacceptable. That investigation has already been commenced. Anne Rustin was one of the several ministers listening as Brittany Higgins dropped her own bombshell, doubling down on a text from Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce that labelled Scott Morrison a liar. What he was implying was he didn't believe that the Prime Minister didn't know about my rape. Mr Morrison's maintained he had no knowledge until Ms Higgins went public last year, as Ms Tain offered opposition leader Anthony Albanese, also in the audience, some election advice. All Anthony would have to do is none of the things that Scott's done. <laughs> The head of the spy agency ASIO has warned foreign spies are using dating apps like Tinder and Bumble to obtain sensitive information from Australians. Mike Burgess says here at home the pandemic has seen more angry and alienated people being radicalised online. It's like being an echo chamber where the echo gets louder and louder. We're seeing a growing number of individuals and groups that don't fit left-right spectrum at all. Instead, they're motivated by a fear of societal collapse, a specific social or economic grievance or conspiracy. The behaviours we're seeing in response to COVID lockdowns and vaccines are not specifically left or right wing. He also revealed his agency recently foiled a foreign plan to interfere with an Australian election. There are growing calls to raise taxes or the GST to help out our struggling aged care sector. National Seniors estimates it needs an injection of up to $15 billion to get back on track. A report by the advocacy group has recommended reform and the workforce be expanded by at least 17,000 people a year over the next decade. It's been revealed 2,500 health workers in Queensland have applied for an exemption to avoid getting vaccinated. Around half of those applications were rejected and only 280 have been approved so far. It comes as the state recorded 24 deaths, most of them in aged care. Daniel Andrews is backing away from his suggestion international tourists visiting Victoria would have to be triple dosed. 
It's a process and they're not decisions that I make, they're decisions that the Minister makes through a series of gateways, a series of steps where he has to go and get advice. The regulator Atagi is expected to finalise its advice this week on whether three doses should be the new benchmark. A Queensland father who says he turned to drug running after losing his job during COVID has been sentenced to four years jail after a shocking crash on the M1 north of Sydney. While high on ice and cocaine, Keith Anderson slammed his ute, packed with drugs and cash, into the back of another car at more than 160 kilometres an hour in December 2020. The impact left cannabis, cocaine and money scattered across the motorway. He will be eligible for parole next April. Doing work on your home or building a new one is becoming more expensive than ever and there's no real relief in sight. New data has revealed construction costs are rising at a rate not seen in nearly 20 years. It's the stark reality for anyone renovating or building. Just finding timber seems next to impossible and when it does arrive, there's another rude shock. A standard 4 by 2 timber, you know, used to be anywhere between $3 and $5 a metre. Now it's up to over 9 More timber is due to arrive on this building site in Manly tomorrow morning. Supplies that a year ago would have cost 20 grand, now $50,000. This is all about supply being overwhelmed by demand. Through last calendar year, we saw nearly 230,000 new dwellings approved for construction. Over the past year, construction costs around the country have soared by more than 7%. Outside of a period back in 2005, this has been the fastest rate of construction cost growth since the introduction of the GST. The cost of timber up more than 30%, while steel products including taps, doorknobs and fixtures and fittings have also increased by 20%. But if anyone's waiting for prices to come down, the word is don't hold your breath. They say the best we can hope is that the rate of increase will start to slow soon. It's just been quite difficult to uh, keep up with the costs. Evan Batten, 7 News. We've long known the potential health benefits of Australian plants like tea tree and eucalyptus, but another native bush is showing real promise. The Kunzia shrub has been found to help with pain and inflammation, so much so it's attracting international attention. A roller skating accident in the 70s left Jeff Surtees in crippling pain. Stairs were not an option. Getting out of bed of a morning, that was painful. After trying every treatment, doctors said his next stop was a knee replacement. Then he discovered Kunzia products. Living without pain, that's, that's a big thing. Native to Tasmania, the powerful plant is showing promise as a topical anti-inflammatory. It's like the eucalyptus, the tea tree, the paper bark. It would appear as though the oils do have serious medical benefit. It's big business, the Australian products gaining interest overseas. We've seen growth of uh, 200 to 300% each year. Kunzia has actually been used by Aboriginal communities for thousands of years. It's now been listed by the Therapeutic Goods Administration for the treatment of mild skin and muscular conditions. But like anything, it's not for everyone. We're all made a little bit differently. We're not like a you know, like a Toyota Camry where everyone is exactly the same off the production line. I think we need to be careful that we don't jump the gun. Aussie plants with potential remedial properties are constantly being discovered. We're still today finding new plants 
Every year we're finding new ones. Our backyard harbouring plenty of health secrets. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading 254 points higher. The Nasdaq also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 295 points higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also in the green. The All Lords up 84 points and the ASX 200 also higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,835 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 89 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.85 US cents nearly 83 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. Fire crews in Oklahoma are still trying to extinguish a massive blaze which tore through a five-storey luxury apartment block. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. More than 12 hours on, the fire's still burning. Morning, Jody. Yes, firefighters, 80 of them at the peak, have struck a couple of obstacles in containing this blaze in Oklahoma City, a fashionable area of the city's north where 325 apartments had been under construction in a complex over a period of two years and had just reached the stage where they were ready for leasing. Now, this fire broke out late yesterday. Firefighters say a a rubberised material used to seal the roof across the width of the complex has proved particularly flammable and they've doused it but haven't been able to contain the flames there. The second obstacle they've faced is that the building has fallen in on itself in many parts and they say is simply not safe to enter such that they could get at the seat of the flames. One piece of good news though from this enormous quite spectacular fire in the north of Oklahoma City is because no units had yet been leased it was not occupied and the injury toll at the moment remains at zero. Jody. That's a relief. Okay, thanks Tim. All COVID restrictions in England could be scrapped within a fortnight, a month earlier than planned. Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the plan will go ahead if infections remain stable. It is my expectation that we will be able to end the last domestic restrictions, including the legal requirement to self-isolate if you test positive, a full month early. The shock announcement comes as Mr Johnson continues to face questions about his future as Prime Minister. Iran has unveiled a new long-range missile capable of reaching Israel. Iranian state television says the lightweight missile has a range of more than 1,400 kilometres. The announcement comes a day after talks resumed in Vienna to salvage Tehran's nuclear deal with the US and other world world powers. Iran insists its missile program is only a deterrent. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. 
To sport now and Australia's Belle Brockhoff agonisingly missed out on a first ever Olymp Winter Olympic medal in snowboard cross. In her third games, the 27-year-old suffered a poor start in the final, coming fourth with five-time Olympic champion Lindsay Jacobellis taking out gold. I thought I'd be okay, but I thought I wasn't going to cry, but I'm definitely crying. I went from 18th position to big final. All I can say is like, oh well, rather than what if. Scotty James and Valentino Guzzelli will fly the Australian flag in tomorrow's half-pipe final. Today, Aussie Brendan Kerry goes for a historic medal in the men's figure skating. Australian cricket captain Pat Cummins has broken his silence on Justin Langer's controversial coaching exit. Full of praise for his former coach, Cummins says it's time for a change and he's keen to shape the team how he wants it. I love what he's done. I owe him a lot. He's been brilliant, not only for this team, but me individually. For us, it's making sure we uphold those standards. Um, but in terms of the coaching style and where we want to take this team, just a, I reckon a slightly different style is needed. Cummins says he had no problems with Langer's intense coaching style, despite reports it was the reason senior players wanted him gone. Simon Goodwin is facing new bullying accusations as Melbourne players rally around their under-siege coach. News Corp reports Goodwin launched an expletive-laden rant at former club doctor Zeeshana Rain after being told star Angus Brayshaw needed to rest after being concussed. How grateful are you the way the club supported you through the last 24 hours? Oh, mate, incredibly so. But uh, obviously we're not talking at the moment. We'll do that at the appropriate time. So, But, mate, I know where the club stand and what we're about, so we'll just keep moving forward. Goodwin is set to be offered a contract extension in the coming weeks. Taking a look at the weather now, broad troughs and a low over Western WA, the Northern Territory and far north Queensland should trigger showers and storms. Showers also in New South Wales and Victoria. Around the capitals today, sunny in Brisbane, 32 degrees. Sunny in Sydney with a late shower also heading for 32. Possible afternoon showers in Canberra, 29. Melbourne, cloudy and 23. A possible late shower in Hobart, 23 as well. Partly cloudy heading for 26 in Adelaide. Adelaide, Perth, very hot and sunny, 38, and Darwin showers and 32. And that's seven early news for this Thursday, the 10th of February.